I came in to experience this life, help people. And I knew that after the fact, but during the time when I was growing up, I felt very wounded and I had to go through, and I knew I had to go through my own self-healing. I usually say self-healing because through that, I began to learn and understand the effects of conditioning and how it has affected humanity, all of us in different ways. Welcome to Into the Light Podcast. This is where we will be discussing and exploring all things Ascension. Ascension journey, Ascension journey mapping, and understanding how we can deepen and increase our spiritual and healing journey, along with understanding concepts around the global consciousness awakening that's happening, quantum energy healing, personal growth and enlightenment, trauma healing, and so much more as we learn together from experts in the field. I'm your host, Adina Movana, and I appreciate you taking the time to join me today. Let's dive in. All right, welcome to Into the Light. I'm your host, Adina Movana. Today we have Radhavi Rio. Radhavi runs the healinginstitute.com. She is a spirit-based indigenous healer and therapist specializing in breaking the code of the human condition, and she assists her clients in finding inner peace. Her wonderful healing modality specializes in awakening clients from childhood traumas and drawing upon her intuition, devotion, and divide guidance. Radhavi has served thousands over 30 years, helping them unveil their divine spark. And her profound realization is that resides in all of us, uniting many faces into one spirit. Thank you so much, Radhavi, for joining us. How are you today? I'm great. Thank you. I'm so pleased to be here with you and your audience, Adina. Yeah, thank you so much. I'm excited to um... have you. And I know you were actually referred over to me by another one of my guests, Patrice Porter. And I'm just so glad that she facilitated this introduction because I was reading your website and what really attracted me about to me to your work is this concept that there's a spiritual solution to all of our suffering, right? This is a very powerful message. It's like people have mental afflictions, physical afflictions, spiritual afflictions of all kinds. And just pointing out that this, that this is an actual spiritual process. I'm curious if you could tell me a little bit more about your work in this area and, and what really brought you to that amazing conclusion. Right. And, you know, we're really all divine beings and we're here. Our, actually, we, I'm talking about our soul, because that's a whole different thing. <laughs> a lot of us, our body is what we are, but this is our sacred temple. And our Mm -hmm. sacred temple houses the essence of our being. We are divine beings. And the thing is, we we tend to move into another direction because of the conditioning. However, the way in which I started moving through this, I, I was in business and I created a successful business and it was not enough. Our soul guides us. If we just really step down here and find that little tiny voice that speaks but we have to listen we have to be quiet from our mind but anyway I had to go through I came in to experience this life help people and I knew that after the fact but during the time when I was growing up I felt very wounded and I had to go through and I knew I had to go through my own self-healing 
I usually say self-healing because through that, I began to learn and understand the effects of conditioning and how it has affected humanity, all of us in different ways. And so in all these years that I have helping people with their child, starting from their childhood issues, I've learned so much in how it affected them in so many different ways. And mm -hmm. when I think my soul decided I became a master of that, they gave me the other level, the icing on the cake, and that was the messages from the divine being, the essence of our soul, because we are divine beings. And I, I really want the listeners and humanity to realize, yes, I am not seen, I can't be seen, I'm only aware through my light of my essence to see the world. We create the world through our mindset. Yeah, we create the world through our mindset. We create the world. Oh, yes. And we all have I a different that. way in which we look at the world. Right. But the thing is, yes, the beauty yeah. of this world is consciousness. And mm -hmm. I look out in the, I live out in nature and I, I'm looking through the window and all the trees and beauty. And there are times when I look and I say, consciousness everywhere. And all our feelings comes from consciousness. It's not possible for anything to be created without consciousness. Mm -hmm. So I really want to support people in knowing that if you are going through suffering, lack, doubt, stress, you don't have to. You just don't have to hold on to that. Because I can tell you, you're looking at someone here who knows the past and is here to hold my hands out to you and said, it's very possible. Wow. Yes. Well, so much of your we work. We are here to live in peace. And it is. <laughs> yes. My work came through my own experiences. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. And you it sounds like I know you. So much of your work really focuses in on that our childhood traumas and where we need to kind of let go and release a lot of that emotional blockages that we build up in our system from, from I guess, like you said, the programs or the identities okay. that, that we were running or what we created from our childhood during those formative years, right? So tell me a little bit about how you help clients with maybe recognizing their, that a lot of their, maybe their issues come from early childhood trauma? Like, are they coming to you when they already know this? Or are you helping them discover the ways that that trauma impacted their life? And because I know you work as a therapist as well. So obviously, this whole trauma, it's such a quick word that we're hearing all over the place these days, but people don't really even know what that means or how it's actually impacting them on a day to day basis. Yeah. So I'm just curious about that. Yeah, so, yeah. So the first thing is, I, I say that I'm a spirit-based healer. And mm -hmm. I even add the word, I'm a spirit-based indigenous healer. So what does that mean? It means that I'm not traditional. So this is the first thing. There's a lot of people, a lot of clients have come to me who have gone through traditional therapy. And they don't, there's something that they didn't get. And, and so 
I, I don't look at things from uh, the mindset of the words or telling. We go through experiences. And that is the key to making a difference because on the to me, the, the emotions are the Velcro that holds those memories together. And so when you have um, those emotions still and you are having talk therapy, it, it's it's not going to go to the end. So a lot of people come to me, they hear I do in a child work. Or they come because they're going through some stuff. And I said, okay, what's going on in your life right now? It's whatever is going on. It could be something yesterday. And so I listen and I have the ability to, to listen in a multidimensional way that I'm hearing them, but I'm knowing what's going on. And so I, I would ask them questions and, I've, and then I would go, to their childhood. So tell me about your childhood. How was that? Several of them would tell me, oh, you know, I had a good childhood and they continue to speak, but I find the flaw in their belief about they had a good childhood. What, and the key is, and I really want listeners to understand it, the adult self has a more mature way of seeing things. The child is very innocent. And the child comes from a multi-dimensional way of seeing the world. They're not only seeing through the action, through the look of their parents, through the words, through everything. And mm -hmm. it could be just one simple look that a parent would look at a child and tell, and I can tell you, they would feel love is not there. They, they can feel the anger or the disapproval through that look. And when that disapproval is there, it means I am not accepted. I'm not being loved right now. They don't yeah. understand that there because we're here to give love and receive love. That's why right. we're here. That's why the divine spark is here. And so that little thing could have caused an imprint. And they don't realize it, but it changes a, a sort of a way in which they see the world. It's right. very fascinating. It's simple. But it's a uh, it's a sacred journey that we are all on, and yes. they shouldn't be frightened of it because there are people who understand and be able to take them through the fear that that has created. Wow! Yeah, amazing. I I know that this like what you described. I've heard of this process of the imprinting of the memories and when that occurred as children and. I'm curious about your work. You mentioned uh, you take it beyond talk therapy. Like, how does it? What is this? What is the need there for your clients or people who come to work with you? Like maybe they've had talk therapy or that, but they really need to take it to this next deeper level and do very spiritual based healing, right? It's, it takes it a level further. Can you tell me a little bit about how you're, why it's so important when you need to go that extra step? Some people don't realize I need spiritual work. They right. may say something is all right. I'm not fulfilled. There's something missing. There's mm -hmm. something here that I need, and I'm going to go to, to Radhavi and, and have a 20 minute. I always invite people for 20 minutes before we do the work because there's a lot that is happening that 20 minutes. There's a vibrational connection. There's an energetic connection and a feeling for them to decide whether they feel safe with me or not. I invite people to come and you don't have to be with me, but I come from a really compassionate heart. And I want to say that I commonly say that I serve the divine. And what that means to me is that 
for my divine state, I'm serving the divine in my clients because the discomfort that they're feeling or the fear or the dissatisfaction that they're feeling is not coming from love. It's coming from the conditioned self. So we are going to look to see how that has affected them, what part of their lives. Mm -hmm. And we go through it and we go through into you feel at the time and so on and so bring it out not because not bring it out to an experience because it's through experience that we really gain wisdom education is great but what we do in education we're learning and it's amazing and it's very important but wisdom comes through your experiences right and you have to feel it like you hear that expression you have to feel it to heal it so if you're taking your clients, sounds like on a journey of reconnecting with some of their inner child trauma, that's a very important process. And it's so challenging for many of us. I know I had also, yeah, had to reconcile some of the things that were going on with my childhood and understanding how I created that, these problems in my current relationship, for example. Yeah. Can you tell me a little bit about where people are when they first come to see you? What kind of problems or afflictions or challenges are they trying to really get through and then how do you get kind of get them their transformative experience when they work with you it's they come to me from different stages the fact that there is an unresolved issue it doesn't measure well i'm coming from i've never experienced anything or that unresolved issue keeps you keeps part of you in a stuck place mm-hmm. and so when they come it doesn't matter whether they are a light worker or they are a professional person, or they are a housewife, or they're even a a young child. What I'm looking at is what it is they're bringing to me that needs clear clarity and clearing up. That's what I look at. So it it doesn't have um, a level of of where they are. So a 19-year-old would come to me and, and, um, and the first thing he says to me, I don't want to go to my father because my parents were divorced and I, through legal things, I have to go to my father three days a week and I don't want to go. That's the first thing. I never mm-hmm. asked him anything. And it's a very beautiful story how about through our work to become very friendly with his father and even went on vacation with him. It was just oh. beautiful. So, yes, it's, oh, okay, I'm being told. It's to remind people who they have forgotten that they are oh wow that's a that's a beautiful I think I should that's what I should say yes (laughs) for people who help help them who they when they've forgotten who they are that's what you said right yes yeah they have forgotten who they are yes and they heal it sounds like they also are you're facilitating some healing with their existing relationships like the father and the son is that also occurring where you oh absolutely and 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 and, and, and part uh, yes and partners Mm -hmm. too because when you change the vibration around you begins to change and you don't realize that your attitude and your energy field is different after you change and that's what you're reflecting to your partner yeah amazing right so 
it sounds like I, you mentioned the 20 minute phone call that you, that you do with people. And then after they talk to you for that 20 minutes, what kind of process do you take them on? I know you run the healing institute.com and we, you have people there, but what oh, kind of journey? The, the, what, by the what way, kind the, of the holistic, okay. I just wanted to clear something up. The holistic institute is, uh, it's what I'm a member of, but okay. I have my own personal website. My personal website is radavi.net. Okay, right. And okay. yeah, and that's where they go to sign up. It's very clearly where they can sign up for the 20 minutes. And I and and so it we talk about what it and I find out what it is they want to work on. Mm-hmm. And then when we meet the important thing for me to they have a simple form that I give them to write three things, at least three things, whatever age that they remember that had really affected them. Mm. That to me is the most important thing I look at on that sheet because I'm very empathic and intuitive. I can feel where something, maybe the deepest emotional Mm. unresolved issue, I can feel it. Or I can see a theme of lack of trust or I don't Mm. feel safe or something. What we go through, we talk about that. And so we are addressing something directly about what they had said had affected them. And this where we go in it. And and there's a lot of, and I, I feel really humbled that people come to me and they trust me. Because if you don't trust your therapist, I tell them in 20 minutes, if you don't feel safe with me or anybody you feel that was referred to you, don't do it. Because you will never right. open yourself fully. And I can't right. give you the justice. So... Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. You have to feel really safe and it's great that you, that you do that consultation with, with your, you know, potential clients. And then I was curious, do you, do you then usually do like energy work, like what, or some sort of program with them maybe once a week or how do, how do you end up working with people and for how long until they really. Okay. Two. Good, good question. I am. My intuition would tell me, you know, let's let, let we need to come back next week or, or two weeks from now. I want you to take and I give them a little prescription homework and I want you to do this because the important thing I want people to know when the session is over, it's not over for me. I am so passionate and dedicated to see the breakthrough and resolution that I've been walking around in, in my home or something has was very deep for them and I am going through that and, and sometimes I have a little intuition about something but I'm very passionate about serving my clients serving people want, yeah. yeah amazing well it sounds like it and I know just from personal experience how much of an impact just childhood healing through these things and the breakthroughs that people can have. I love it. I love your spiritual solution to all our suffering in the world is it's amazing. And so tell me a little bit about the book that you, that you're writing. Cause you, oh, you mentioned the, it before we hopped on here. Yeah. Oh, what is, yeah. What is the, the book, book about and, and where did it come from? It sounds very well, important and dear to your yes. heart. <laughs> well, the thing is I started to download, I'm getting messages and one of the messages was personally to me. And they said, you know, you walked away from us, but what a, I, I, I can't repeat their words, but something like how great an influence it have for you to have gone to experience your emotional wounds. 
how great because you walked away, but at least you experienced your, you went experiencing wounds and now you're here and then tell me a lot about who they are, what they are. And their, their language is, that's why I don't repeat what they tell me because it's, although it's simple, it's multidimensional and I never repeat what they say. I read it. So anyway, they, they, they were yearningly telling me that they, they would love this to be in a book because the greatest thing that they told me is that not, it's about their love that can't be shared in the world. They said that's their greatest grief, that their love cannot be shared in the world. And sometimes I read it and I'm touched to some of the things they tell me. And so I know as a good servant, I'm a good servant. I serve. We are all, when, as we, some of us are here, we are, we are servants to the divine and i wanted that I, I know i have to get that book out and and so it's the book it's about your conditioned self started with that your art because it relates to humanity your how your conditioning how it affected you and stories from some of my clients that i saw so people can relate and see themselves and then in between there are messages from the spark that appropriately goes with what I just talked about. And mm -hmm. then and then there is there is await awakening things that you read to listen to. There are 13 of them that mm -hmm. reminds you who you are, reminds you so people can open to that and see and learn. And this is a book that you don't finish. You know, you can always go back to it because it's about life. It's about life. And so it's, I'm very, I'm very honored that the book will be coming out soon and it's just being audited. Amazing. That's, well, congratulations. Yeah, that's very exciting. What's the title of the book? I know I was going to say the title is not quite, but exactly. Divine Spark mm -hmm. Speaks and it's something like awakening the inner peace to the chaos and healing the wounds of the, of the human conditioning. Oh, human yeah, so you you talk a lot about the conditioning process. Obviously, as children, we are in that stage where we're like sponges absorbing in our environment and taking on the programs from our parents or our culture or our religious backgrounds or whatever. Um, can you tell me a little bit about that? Can what you mean by the programming of our condition or how it, why it's important for us to perhaps reflect upon how we were conditioned and then even detach ourselves so that we can be an objective observer in our reality and and not be tied down by that identity and that conditioning that's almost like pulling us into our ego or whatever. Some people talk about it differently. So yeah, right. tell me a little bit about that. Yeah. You know, it's really important, I think, in the most simplistic way to let people see that who they are was really dismissed. Because the, the the adults have also dismissed theirs. They mm. they don't know. They're not living from their authentic self. Mm -hmm. So whatever way we were treated, and when we are in this third dimension, by the way, we tend to look at a material world. Third dimension is a material world. If you don't see it, it doesn't exist. Right. So right. Physical. You know, it's a physical well. based reality. Right. We're all learn we're all learning how to be in the physical reality, right? So now to interact with it. Right. So they are being they're being taught that okay, you need to make money. 
It's real. You can feel it in your hand. You need to have a house. You need to have a good job. You need to have things that you can prove from a realistic way. And none of us, we moved away and got veiled over by the essence of our being. And so it's about coming home to inner peace. My goodness, just look at the chaos going on in the world. If we knew who we were living more from a place of peace, everybody else can answer that question because I know the answer that everybody would have. We wouldn't have that conflict and that fight and that separation. We wouldn't be living from better. I'm better than you because I have more than you. We wouldn't be living from I, I'm more educated than you. So because you can't speak the language that I do, I'm better than you. We wouldn't do that. When we look from our hearts, we see everyone from the place of light. It's a beautiful place for everyone else, for when, all of us to understand and on the path to getting there. Yes. Oh, I love that. Living from the place of light. Yes. So, and connecting with others. That's beautiful, Radhavi. I love it. I think you have a beautiful message to share and such important work to do in the world. We all are healing through massive amounts of generational trauma and patriarchal trauma and things that happened when we were kids. And I know you have yeah a lot in your story that brought you here. And I just want to ask if there's any final words of wisdom or thoughts you'd like to share with our audience before we wrap, or what is the most important message that you're trying to, to bring out here with the work you do? My heart is saying right now, I want you to know that you are equal to every human being. And you know why? We're all sparks from the one flame of the divine. Nobody can ever take that from you. No one. No one can ever take that from you. Your soul could never be martyred. Your emotion can be. Because your soul doesn't have a physical form, so they can't kill it. <laughs> your soul comes from the essence. And that's what you are, really. That's what you are. And when you read the book, I hope it gives you some type of support and comfort. Because the freedom, yeah, the freedom exercises that I talked about, it's about opening you to bring you back into experiencing what you are. And hopefully that can crack the code of who you are. Amazing. Yeah. And just, I have another question about those freedom exercises, because obviously I mentioned that you come from an a, a indigenous background, you do the indigenous healing work. Can you tell me a little bit about how this, this all relates to your own spiritual tradition and also connecting us all into the oneness of spirit? Because I know that's a big concept for you that we are all connected and does that come from your indigenous spiritual no. roots or where does that come from? I'm glad you asked me that because yeah. I was born in a family of 10. Uh -huh. Nobody was like, nobody was like me. I was, the, I was the oddball. I was the indigenous one and nobody related to what I felt, but there was something in my, in my DNA, there was something in my DNA or my soul that knew something bigger, bigger than what the world looked at. So that is something I came in with. And when I started going through my own healing, as I told you, I got to the place and I got to see it where I had cleared off enough of my prints that I was handed my, my medicine bag. My medicine bag means 
I started to remember more of what I were, my soul was before it came into this lifetime. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't go study anything about shamanism. I already knew it before. And mm-hmm. so it's more of the knowingness of, of spirit and that everything is connected that my soul lives from. And, and to tell you the truth, I follow the Christ light. I follow oh. Christ. Follow, yes. So you're. So do you consider yourself Christian in the highest? Or you? I'm do you not. Use that term? I'm not a Christian. So I just say <laughs> but that. But you follow Christ. I, 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 I apologize. I apologize to anyone who would like me to say I'm a Christian. But <laughs> I'm what I am. One who loves everyone is the Christ consciousness. Christ consciousness that goes right. beyond. Yeah. That goes beyond. Christianity, yeah, but goes into that frequency of pure love. That's mm-hmm. what consciousness is love. I love and, it. Yes, and we need to recapture so, that. That we need to recapture that concept away from just the limited Christian Christianity entity that kind of hijacks it potentially, right? So Christ consciousness for people who yeah, are listening. We're all learning. Yeah, we're all learning, growing, and evolving. And again, what we were taught about. Christianity and about church is again what we most some of us are following. And I've heard so many people said when I was a child and I would go to church, I finally think this is not it. I stopped going. I've heard so many adults have said, I just stopped going. Mm-hmm. Their soul was calling them for something more expansive. Unity. Yeah. Unity, unity consciousness unity. And, unity. and connecting us to source. Who that's what I learned in my spiritual journey is that there's a there's a whole spiritually aware community of people from from all kinds of different religious and spiritual indigenous backgrounds, whatever that might be. And there's also the monotheistic people like from Christianity, Islam, Judaism. I actually come from a Muslim background. So most of my framing is from that perspective. Hmm. But the spiritual process, I start to really recognize these threads of commonality and where we have those similarities and where they're so important. So for me, it's fascinating to hear about, yeah, how Christ consciousness is how it's separate and different from just necessarily being a follower of Christ. So I think a lot of us in humanity right now are on the brink of really understanding these concepts and the quantum reality and the infinite potential that we carry. So this is, this is an amazing journey. And like you said, when we started, we're all, it's like, we're that saying where we're spiritual beings living in a physical world. (laughs) It's like, we're having to to learn what that means and what our soul is and and the journeys that we're all on. So I love it. That's so powerful and your work is amazing. So I thank you for that. Thank you. (laughs) When you were saying we're spiritual beings, I thought, I was told, we're spiritual beings living a confused life. (laughs) Right. And the physical (laughs) reality is A confused life. Yeah. (laughs) Confusing. You know, and and I wanted, something came to me to just say to you, to you listeners many people i've heard said what's my sojourn why am i here what am i here to do right and to me when you're pulled to do something you feel the passion and that nobody can take that away from you and you know it it's like i gotta do it i've i've got to do it as a promise i promise you that's part of your soul's journey definitely amazing i know i don't deny it keep going (laughs) Yes, I love it. 
Yeah, we're all doing that. I mean, there's so many of us taking on our, our spiritually led, you know, businesses, practices, launching into different healing modalities for a lot of light workers. And we start to hear more of that messaging to embody our best and highest self and lead these lives that we're supposed to connect into with our best and highest self. And some people refer to it as our higher self or into source or whatever that channel may be, right? <laughs> now, something I I know that our higher self, our divine self, they're all here. We just that we haven't discovered them yet. The door is closed for some people. And as a matter of fact, when the first vision I had from the divine spark, it was a little boy. And he had a, a golden key over his head stand out with and he says we but he was talking about the collective divine spot he said we are here to help the other but first they have to take us out of confinement i knew exactly mm -hmm. what he was talking about because that's what i had been working with all his life so he came as three as an innocence the innocence within the adult is crying mm -hmm. out to say we are here to help you take us out of confinement mm. that's what he meant wow that's amazing yeah we're here to be taken out of confinement and break free of all of that programming that just holding us back in these these lower density energies so oh, that's amazing radavi i love it and i'm so excited that you could share your knowledge and your wisdom on on the show today any last uh, words you'd like to tell our audience about where they can find you or i know you have a a social media and a website. Where do you like people to go if they want to, you know, best find I know your me. website. Yeah, your website probably. Yeah, right my now. website, radavi.net. There you will see my offering, what I'm offering as my complimentary offering. And I also have a complimentary thing that about clearing your lower three chakras. But that's mm. very important part of <laughs> where the conditioning got stuck. Three chakras. chakras, yeah, like your sacral chakra, yeah. Oh, yes, and one it holds, and I talk about it on a video, and then I close off, so it's pretty long, and I now help you to clear it. So oh, that's an okay. offering that I give to, and it's free. Amazing. So I want to help people to recognize sometimes some of the issues that they're holding there, and that sometimes they don't know where it is, but you're feeling upset, and yeah, so... I give that. And I'm on LinkedIn. And, and of course, I'm on Facebook. And then when my book comes out, I'll probably be other places too. So, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Great. Yeah. 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 And so thank you all for listening. And there's something here that you have learned about what you really are. That's grace. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Amazing. Who we are really are and what we're doing here. I mean, those are those are a few of my favorite topics to talk about. So thank you for sharing, Radhavi. And we will have all your links posted below the episode notes here on the show. And yeah, we definitely invite all our viewers to check out your site and connect with you any way they can. And definitely for the free consult call, because why not? 20 minutes can change your life. So yeah, oh, that's awesome. I love it. And the free meditation gift for the, the lower three chakras. I'm going to try that after this. So amazing. Thank you, Radhavi, for being here. And so happy to have you. Hope to see you again in the future. Thank you so much. Have a great day. <laughs> I'm so honored to have been here with you. Adina and, and and with your listeners. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye now. <laughs>
Thank you so much for joining us on this episode today. Please share your biggest takeaway with me via our community. For new listeners, thank you for tuning in. I invite anyone to explore the resources, links, and show notes available on my website, www.adinamovana.com. If a topic or discussion piqued your curiosity or interest today during the show, you can easily find it there at that website. And if you have any specific topics you would like me to cover, feel free to email me at em at adinamovana.com. Thank you again for joining me today. And I look forward to connecting with you again next week on Into the Light.